Hi, welcome to Rocket Realty Radio Show. My name is Pugal. I'm a professional and an experienced real estate agent serving the Dallas Fort Worth area. In today's episode number 20, I'm going to talk about foundation. This is my final series. I did one on foundation part one two weeks ago. So let's get started. Now, to recap what I did in the previous episode, uh, we talked about uh, the importance of foundation. Uh, we talked about different types of foundation. In the southern part of the United States, there are two different types of foundation. One is called pier and beam. The second one is called a slab foundation that are predominantly used. We talked about how engineers design the foundation. It is based on what is called soil samples. We also discussed about you know, how soil sampling is done by custom home builders, which is lot for lot, and they design the foundation. And secondly, we talked about tracked home builders, where they take a sample of 50 lots and design one foundation for all 50 lots based on one sample. And we also talked about different warning signs that you as a homeowner can visualize if your foundation is having an issue. You know, because foundation is sitting on Mother Earth, there is always going to be some kind of a movement, especially with the soil type that we have in the southern United States. When it rains, the soil expands. When it is very hot weather, it contracts. So the foundation that is sitting is going to you know, go up and down and the foundation is designed to deflect within a tolerance. When the foundation deflection is beyond the tolerance or if the foundation is not properly engineered, then you will see noticeable problem. Problems like you will see a big crack in the sheetrock. When you open and close the door, it's going to be sticky. It's not easy, so sticky doors. When you look at the windows, if you're lifting the windows up and down or opening it up, or you may even see uh, broken glasses because it is a shift is so high it it breaks the glass and um, you can even see um, cracked tiles wherever you have ceramic tiles and if you walk on the outside you will see uh, cracks that are appearing on the bricks or if you have veneer you will have gaps um, if you look at the expansion joint you may have a v-shaped expansion joint because it's opening up and if you look at the fascia board, when there is a shift, it will also open up. Okay, it is a very simple thing for you as a homeowner to check if there is a foundation issue. Now, in this episode, what I plan to do is if you suspect there is a foundation issue, what should you do, right? The first and foremost you need to do is call a structural engineer. Okay, now structural engineer are certified, they are professional engineers they will come and measure the levelness of your foundation, okay? They have a tool called zip level and they will measure the foundation levelness and then they will send you a report. The report is very analytical in nature. It has all the readings and it will say, is the uh, movement within or outside of tolerance? If it is outside of tolerance, it will identify where these tolerance are out of, uh, out of sync and then what kind of piers are required, the number of piers that are required, the distance between piers, all those details will be there in the structural engineering report. Okay. Now, once you have the report as a homeowner, the next thing you need to do is to shop for different foundation companies. They are contractors, right? So I did a different episode on how do you go about selecting a contractor. So 
you want to make sure the foundation company is a reputable company. That means it, it should have been in business for at least five years. Make sure they have a website in place. Make sure they have 20 plus five star customer reviews. Okay, that is a good start. I have uh, you know three or four of these shortlisted. Talk with them and make sure these foundation uh, repair companies do two things. One, they do a transferable lifetime warranty, very important. And second, they do a leak test. Now, why is lifetime transferable warranty is important? Because when you do foundation work and when you're planning to sell your home in one year or any time in the future, you have to disclose that you did some foundation work on your property to any prospective buyers. Okay, When a buyer looks at the foundation uh, work has been done, the first question their agent will ask you is, do, is that um, is it lifetime uh, warranty and is that transferable? At that time, you want to make sure that company is in business. I have come across a situation less than 10% where I am representing the seller. They tell me that foundation work was done. And when I ask them, hey, do you have a lifetime transferable warranty? Yes, I did, but that company is out of business, right? It's very hard when, it, when that happens. And that's why the upfront work when you're picking a contractor is very critical. The second thing is about the leak test. Whenever the foundation is lifted, what they do is they do underpinning. They put piers and then they use hydraulic machines to lift the slab. Okay, lift the slab. This foundation slab could be lifted one, two, three, four inches. And when you lift it, what happens is the pipings the plumbing fixtures or the pipings inside the foundation, which is the fresh water line and the sewer water line may snap, okay? So once the foundation repair is completed, you wanna make sure leak test is done. In some cities, you uh, the, the foundation repair job requires a permit, okay? So make sure the um, vendor you choose, the contractor you choose is um, knows those rules because you don't want to do a work when a permit is required, right? So when, when a leak test is done, it will tell if the foundation lifting uh, work caused any leak. And a lot of these repair companies, they will not guarantee anything in, in terms of repairs related to plumbing because it's, um, you know, they will disclose that lifting the foundation may uh, snap the pipes and you as an owner will be responsible. So it is very prudent for you to get this leak test done and hopefully there is no uh, leak. If there is a leak, then it is a separate process. I probably will do another video blog on how to detect the leak and how to fix the plumbing leaks when it happens in a foundation. Okay. Hopefully it does not happen. The last topic that I want to discuss today is about maintenance, right? You know, how do you prevent um, foundation uh, to cause excessive deflection, right? There are a lot of simple things that you can do as a homeowner. You know, in, in terms of cost, I forgot to mention, in terms of cost of a peer, it ranges from $250 at the low end up to $600 per peer. So it is not cheap, right? The cost difference is huge, 250 versus 600, right? So 250 is obviously cheap, 600 is a very good solid peer, right? 
So what you need to do is you need to look at the structural engineering report and go what your engineers have recommended. Okay, don't go for the cheap option because it is going to continue to have issues. Okay, you need to go with the recommendation of the engineer. Okay, now in terms of maintenance as a homeowner, you know, just like changing filter for your HVAC machine, you need to make sure the foundation is kept moist all the time, right? So that it doesn't move exorbitantly, right? How do you keep it moist? You know, there are essentially one method that was recommended by uh, an engineer to me. So you dig a trench um, 12 to 16 or 18 inches away from the foundation. The width of the trench should be about six inches. The depth of the trench should be about six to eight inches, okay, around your foundation. Then number two, you put gravel beneath, about two inches. Then you buy um, a drip, drip pipe. It's a brown color pipe. It has holes every 16 or 18 inches, okay? That's why it's called a drip line. And you use a C-clamp to clamp that drip line to, uh, to the gravel so that it doesn't move. Then you fill the top of the drip line with topsoil and then you put sod. Then you want to connect this drip line to one of your sprinkler zones. And the recommendation is you you water it every, every day, 15 to 20 minutes, okay? It will not consume a lot of water because it is dripping, right? It's why you have a drip pipe, so it drips. But what it does is when the water is dripping, it is going to uh, spread among the gravel and it will go deep into the foundation underneath and it will keep the foundation very moist, right? That is what you're trying to do. There are some high-end builder, high-quality builder will, will have a drip line already installed. And when I buy those homes or sell those homes, you know, these homes are perfectly leveled, you know, in most of the cases, right? Because watering the foundation, keeping it moist really, really helps, okay? I've seen some homeowners take a, a different route. They will go to Home Depot, buy a soaker hose and put that soaker hose around the foundation. You know, it is not very effective because when you put a soaker hose around the foundation, what you're doing is you are just wasting a lot of water which travels on the surface of the um, surface near the foundation. It doesn't go deep into the foundation. So you're encouraging vegetation growth or grass growth around that area. It is not effective. It may work but it is not effective. If you wanted to maintain the right way is what one of my civil engineers recommended is to dig a, dig a trench and then put gravel, drip line, topsoil connected to a sprinkler system. Okay, That way you can maintain your foundation uh, really well. Okay, Folks, I do this uh, radio show every week Friday at 11 o'clock Central Standard Time. If you like this show, please like me on facebook.com forward slash rocketrealtytx. If you're watching this on my YouTube channel, please subscribe to my YouTube channel, which is youtube.com forward slash C forward slash rocketrealtytx. See you next time.